designed to withstand the everyday use of the modern man. Built to endure shocks and bumps using the most premium of materials, I'm talking about SmoothMyBalls.com, the newest sponsor of the Cask and Crow Show. The Turf Chopper 3.0 boosts the precision engineered blade so you don't have to worry about any nips while the diamond no-slip grip leaves you extra confident. It's super portable, USB chargeable, and did I mention waterproof? It doesn't get any better. Visit www.smoothmyballs.com and use the promo code CROW, that's C-R-O-W, for 15% off your order. SmoothMyBalls.com slash CROW. Now let's get back to the show. going on everybody welcome to another episode of cask and crow the only show where you won't serve a life sentence for joining the murder i'm your host lord drew and i'm Addy biz and what is good everybody what is good before we get into anything tonight biz before we get into anything i have an urgent urgent announcement to make tonight what's that <laughs> it's urgent okay what's, what's so urgent the new york knicks have clinched a playoff spot this year, baby. Let's go. Holy shit. Has that happened since I've been born? <laughs> the New York Knicks have clinched a playoff spot for the first time since 2013, I believe. Okay, so you got eight years. Is that correct? Eight I don't years? I don't know. I don't know the years. It's, it feels like a lifetime, man. They clinched a playoff spot. They're playing for seeding right now. I would really like that four seed. If we stay in the sixth seed, which we're at right now, we'll be playing Milwaukee. And I don't really want to see the Greek freak in the first round of the playoffs. So we're hoping that Miami loses a couple games and we just basically went out. We grabbed that four seed. All right. I mean, listen, I, I I'm excited to, for it, bro. I love to see New York uh, win. I'm not a big uh, you know, basketball fan, but, you know. I'm down to see it. I'm excited for it. But I'm not, you know what? I'm I'm not going to go into the sports talk rant. If you want to listen to sports talk stuff, you need to follow the Sunday shoot. You can get them at TSS Rents TSS Wrestling on Instagram. Follow them. They have a podcast also part of 1853 Media as you guys know. They talk sports and wrestling and all that type of stuff. You can follow those guys. I occasionally pop on for special occasions <laughs> on their show, like I was uh, part of their live uh, NFL draft and that's stuff right, like that. That's right. So I, you know, I'll pop on if you know. I'm sure I'll be on for um, a Knicks playoff game or something like that. If Smalls does something like that, he's a diehard Knicks fan. Just follow those cats over there, man, for all your sports talk needs. That was very great. Uh, now, now they're great. They're great with like sports and stuff like that. But we don't really get into that too much. Um, but they did hear a brand new commercial today. They did. They heard a brand new commercial today. Man. So the Cask and Crow has a new official sponsor. Yes, we do. A new official sponsor, man. That's SmoothMyBalls.com. Now, if you if you have issues with body hair, this will really help you out. Yeah, man. Go, go uh, try it out and use the promo code CROW, that's C-R-O-W. Yep. Get 15% off your order. It's summertime, biz. And listen. You got to clean yourself up, bro. Listen, the, the females <laughs> will actually appreciate it. <laughs> clean yourself. 
<laughs> Make sure you use that promo code. That's smoothmyballs.com. But, but you just mentioned summer, man, and I just heard something I haven't heard in over a year and a half since pre-corona. What? <laughs> I heard. It's so I, clean down the, there? <laughs> <laughs> I heard the songs of an ice cream truck going oh, down the block. Oh, yeah, let's go. Like, don't get me wrong. These things are going to annoy me within two, within two weeks, but because I haven't heard it, no, in a year and a half, like we didn't hear it last year. It's a song of society. It lets me know that there's people out there still. And I know, I know, in certain things states, are okay. I know in certain states and certain areas they don't allow this stuff and everything like that. But over what do you mean? They don't. Um, in in other other states and certain areas, they don't actually allow them to even even to go into the area. What kind of fucking state? What kind of place well, a, a, is the, this? A, there's noise pollution, so people get annoyed noise by Noise the, pollution. They get annoyed by the songs from the oh truck, and I my get it. God. Imagine, imagine someone like, you know, one of these trucks parked Listen, in front of man, your house for the five truck, hours. No, nah, the truck ain't going to be doing it on odd hours of the night like this, man. But but still, depending on where you're at, some some people, some communities don't want to hear it at all. It's something that makes the children happy, biz. But apparently they're not allowed to go through like residential areas. They have to stay at the parks. They don't listen to that shit over here. In oh New no, York. not at all, right not now. at all. They, I fucking swear I've seen an ice cream, uh, fucking ice cream truck cut through my backyard one time. I mean, it probably did. <laughs> but like, at least for us over here, I mean, I I grew up in Brooklyn just like you did. Right. I, it, it, it's like a summer staple. Like mm-hmm. I I remember hearing the ice cream truck, like yeah. you know, in my bedroom and running up to my mom and being like, let, let me get a dollar or two dollars. Sure. Well, it's probably like two fifty now. But like, let oh, me now get a I would know. Dollars. Yeah. And I remember running outside, and I hear, I hear the ice music. Cream. Yeah, I hear the music, but I don't know where it is, so I just have to run down a block. Oh no, it went to this block. Like, yeah. you know, and, and it was kind of fun. And like for me, I would most of the time I would either get like the the wrestling ice cream sandwiches. Oh, that's a staple, bro. Or, or like you know the the ones like the Mario Gumball ones or something like that. Yeah, one of the, the Spider Man Gumball. Exactly. What, exactly. With, you know, with the gumball eyes, those are staples. The yeah. uh. The wrestling ones were dope. One of my favorite was the screwball. Screwball. I don't remember which one. It was like a sherbet type of ice cream. It was like reddish pink and it had a gumball at the bottom of it. It was shaped of a cone. Okay, I know which one. I know which one you're talking about. And then then there was the the bottle rockets. Yeah, the uh, The, the, ICs. That is another staple, man. Absolutely. But like for me, it just like whenever I hear that music, it brings back all these memories. And I just I love the nostalgia factor, you know? Yeah. Nostalgia is a drug, man. It, It it really is. I mean, it is. I say that a lot, but it really is. I said that shit the other day at the dinner table, and my daughter was like, oh, look at you getting so poetic. Ha! <laughs> this is the type of stuff I have to deal with, man. You know, and you're like, just well, looking at her just like, like so just wait, kid. Just yeah, wait. I was just like, what? Like, look who you're talking to. Of course I'm getting poetic. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean it to be like that. I was just like, it's true, though. You know, like you like you get hooked on these things from your childhood, and you, it's it's... It's really hard to let go of them, man. It is. It is. Um, I fucking, I'm surrounded by nostalgia here. Uh, we, you know, we engulf ourselves in this shit. Again, for, for people that, that don't watch don't watch our videos, you know, we have a bunch of comic books in the back, some pops, like, you know, action figures. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we have all this stuff. We have Michael Jordan hanging out back over here. Yeah, MJ. Um, but, but just in general, like, there's like almost nothing... Of, Nothing like playing like a video game that you grew up with or something like that. Yeah, like man. those old Mario's and and by the way, um, one of the the best Final Fantasy games ever actually just got put out on Game Pass today. That's uh, Final Fantasy. Oh X. yes, yes, yes. This game has been remade. This and, is and, and, a big one and redone about eight times in the last ten years. That's how popular it is. This is a big one, Biz. It is, and uh, I I just started to download before I came here, so I'll be playing that probably tomorrow at some point. I'm I'm rocking my Metal Gear Solid shirt Ah. tonight. (laughs) Speak of nostalgia. It's something about that, just just, just like, you know, old cartoons, um, which, which, by the way, um, I don't know how big you were into it, but, like, you know, me being an 80s child, um, He-Man was huge, huge in my world. You know what I'm saying? Like back in the 80s, you didn't have Cartoon Network or anything like that. I was an 80s baby too, man. Late 80s, but it still counts. That's true. But like He-Man was a huge thing back then for me. Yeah. And Kevin Smith is actually coming out with um, a new series that he wrote. wrote. 
Yes, he is. Oh, yeah. And this series is actually kind of um, taking up for where the 80s series left off. It looks so dope, man. Like It does. They, they just put out some still images from the animation. The animation looks so clean. This is a big thing for me, man. The animation, it looks so clean. I even showed it like, to my wife. Like, like it looks like the, the late... 90s to that early 2000s cartoon it almost looks like that but, but crisper better. yes but be- excuse me but better <laughs> sorry <laughs> about that people. no it's it's more crisp like i even showed it to my like i even showed it to jennifer and she was like wow that does look nice and she doesn't really like like know, anime or anything like animation that. and stuff like that but i saw it from south park yeah i mean who doesn't like south park right, that's right, right. not but if you don't like south park you don't have a sense of humor plain and simple up. yeah facts but she was like, yeah, that looks good. They bring him back our boy, though. Oh, okay. I the know man. Where, I know where you're going. I know the where man. you're going. The, the best, vo- one of the one of the best voice actors to ever no create the stream. That's the, I mean, he, I'm going to go out. I don't even know if it's considered going out on a, on a limb and saying, that's the GOAT, bro. He is. And That's the goat of voice acting. And, and, okay, we haven't actually mentioned it here, so the people listening, we're talking about Mark Hamill. Yeah, Mark. Luke, Luke Skywalker. The Joker. Yes. But but have you paid attention to... Hobgoblin. <laughs> yes. Yes. You want to get um, deep cuts, baby. Let's go. But have you actually paid attention to who else is in the voice cast? Well, Mark's voicing Skeletor. Yes, who is the main villain. Right. Um, and a little tidbit, the original voice actor of Skeletor from the 80s cartoon uh-huh. is doing one of the other, I think he's doing Merman. He's doing one of the other side people. Oh, okay. That's that's cool that they still got him in it. Yes. But but also, let's go through this voice cast. And this yeah, is let's only do some it. of them. Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, was, that Buffy. Was Buffy. Yes. Yeah, let's go. She's going to be doing Teela. Uh, we have... Nice. Uh, that's... Pretty dope. Okay. We have Lena Hardy playing another character. Henry Rollins. Oh, uh, nice. If you don't know who Henry Rollins is, I mean, he's done some acting work. He was in Sons of Anarchy, but he's also a rock and roll fucking legend, kind of. Yeah, he's dope, dude. Uh, we have Alicia Silverstone, Justin Long. Oh, this is fucking awesome. Of course Justin Long's involved with something to do with Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith's longtime collaborator, Jason Mewes. Of course, Jay Mewes. What who, uh, who's he and, doing? Do you have any idea? No, I don't know. I don't know who he's I'm doing. I'm curious to see as who Jay's doing. And this I don't know if you know about. Kevin Conroy is going to be on there as well. No fucking way. Yes. Look at Kevin Smith, man, bringing the crew back together. He's got Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy. You need to know who Kevin Conroy is. I fucking hope. I Listen, I hope there's no one watching or listening to this podcast that doesn't know who Kevin Conroy is. And if you don't, that was the voice of Bruce Wayne and Batman from the animated oh my series. God, from the 90s. bro. I hope you know. I hope you know. And if you just happen to be young enough that you never watched that series... Go watch it. I'm sorry. It's better than any other Batman cartoon you might have grown up, grown up with. It's Just my it. it's my Batman, dude. Speaking of it Batman, bro, here. there's so much shit that I wanted to bring up on this show. To I mean, there's so much shit involving the Batman that I wanted to wanted to bring up. Let's do it. Um, this might wind up being a heavy like <laughs> a heavy Batman show tonight. And I'm fine with that. You know, I me, mean, are I'm, you ready to go with the heavy? I mean, listen, of the to, bat. to anyone that listens to us all the time, we talk comic books all the time. And I, and you've mentioned multiple times that Batman is your favorite character. Mm-hmm. Well, one of your favorite characters. Yeah, one. So, Spidey would be second. So let's go in. I love so it. So there's, there's heavy rumors going on out in this world right now that Batfleck is not dead. Yes, I, I heard this. Um, I mean, they're it, bringing back the Batfleck, man. They, they they haven't confirmed it. From no, what it's I've not read. confirmed. It's not confirmed. But when I mean heavy rumors, I'm talking like there's like episode numbers already out there with okay. possible titles and shit like that. So I mean, there's not a confirmation. There's no real crazy source. I mean, HBO hasn't come out and said yes, we're doing this, or Ben hasn't come out and said yes, he's filming this. But it's heavy rumored that. He's returning as the Batman for an Arkham series on HBO Max. Now, 
I, I'm all for it. And HBO has actually been really trying to push these uh, these these uh, DC Comics uh, uh, shows recently. Yes. Um, they also, um, I meant to bring it up last week, but we never got to it. Um, What's they're that? Also, they're also uh, just cast um, the actor that's going to play Gar- Gar- uh, Guy Gardner. Guy in- Gardner? In the new Green Lantern series. Why Guy? Okay, well, here, here's the thing, okay? So, they already did a movie with Hal Jordan. That flopped, so they, they, they're they steering away from that. They had a vision for Jon Stewart in Zack Snyder's, uh, um, you know, Justice League, but that didn't happen. That got scrapped. So, who's the next one that you go with? And that's Guy Gardner. Jon Stewart's the best Green Lantern ever, bro. I disagree. I'm sorry. My favorite is Kyle Rayner, but that is a very... Um, Unpopular vote. Yeah, um, I don't even like that name. I get it, but that was that was my. At Green least Lantern. Guy Gardner's got Lantern. a double G. Now, now Guy if Gardner. Now here's the thing: he was when he first came out, just completely just the heel. You know yeah, what he's I'm a saying? Butthole. But in <laughs> in uh, basically within the last 15, 20 years, when when they kind of reinvented him and brought the basically the Green Lantern Corps back to like the forefront of uh, the DC Comics. Yes, they still made him an ass, but they made him yeah. like a respectable ass. Like he's the guy that's gonna bust your balls and have a beer with you. And yeah, we might get into a fist fight, but we're gonna respect each other at the end of the day. Well, he'll back it up on the field. In the field. Yeah, no, no, exactly. But like his original portrayal in like the Justice League and everything like that was just complete heel. Mm. There, there was nothing redeemable about him at all. I don't know, man. And this, then they. I, I can send you some comics to go read, like basically read Green Lantern Rebirth and like the the, the late two thousand um, Green Lantern series. Okay, and they bring they actually make him cool. They make him a badass, and they they tone down his assholeness. But he was you, still a dick. You see, I mean that's fine. I guess it might make for good TV, but the Green Lantern is 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 a staple of the Justice League, and they've been doing nothing but. Fuck this whole storyline character oh. basis up dude. since the beginning. Like, why? Dude, why first... is it such a like? Why is it such a back end? Because okay, DC's been playing back like catch up from Marvel. Okay, and and they yeah, they wanted it too, too badly. So what was it like eight nine years ago when the Green Lantern movie came out? I don't know the exact date, but I want to say somewhere. It around might be now. nine years ago. Maybe a little bit longer. Like I don't know. Whatever it was. Whatever it was. They came out with this thing, and they wanted to go with the comedy, like, you know, Ryan Reynolds. Ooh, Ryan Reynolds. But that was never a good fit. Wrong. Hal Jordan should have never been the comedic relief, you know? No. And they fucked it up. That was supposed to be, like, you know, the launch of the DCU. And they, they fucked it up. Yeah, they did. They went too much CGI with the whole costume and everything His like costume that. was CGI. Exactly, exactly. It was wrong from the get-go. And they, they, I get the CGI, bro. And, and this was like one of those But not things. on the suit, man. This is one of those, and they also went with a terrible villain. But but but, but that aside, just now, in general. Why ge- didn't they? Oh, my God. Just in general, this was too much studio interference. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, you know, the, the actual writers and the people that know the source material actually doing it. This was like, no, 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 that doesn't look good enough. We need to make this all CGI. Unfortunately, CGI. it never is. Up until recently, they've been trying to, like, they've been kind of getting it a little bit. There's, like, certain hints of things that they kind of get. I'm they're like, okay, to. They're starting to get it. It's 2021 now. what kills me is DC kills their, I mean, they knock it on the head with their animation. Those stories yeah, are amazing. Absolutely. That's why I'm looking forward to how, so much. But of, what I'm saying is, like, how did they not get those directors, those people that put out these great stories and animation? How did they not get these people to? I don't to, know. To, to you know, go into the forefront of this. I don't know what happens behind the scenes, but that's why I'm looking forward to A lot heavy of dick sucking. Apparently, <laughs> I'm looking heavily into um, the Long Halloween new animation. Like, yep, that's. And, and, I have to watch uh, JSA World War II. It just came out. That, oh, yeah. I need, to, I, I need to watch that, too. I haven't that, seen that yet. That's one of my personal favorites. I yeah. love them. They're right underneath Batman Justice uh, and Teen Titans for me. So, you know, let's get back into the whole Batfleck. So my bad. There's those. No, no, it's okay. There's those heavy rumors and stuff like that. So it's like it's apparently going to be an Arkham series on HBO. 
And I've also heard they were doing uh, Gotham PD. I don't know if they're going to maybe merge these two shows together. I mean, they could, but the Gotham PD thing would be interesting. But that's kind of on the back burner for me in particular to kind of be interested in. in like, I would rather Arkham in general. But. I, yeah, look, if they do it the way that I envision it. Now, the way I would envision this would be like it's almost a home run in the point where you really can't miss. If they do an Arkham series, right, as Ben Affleck's Batman, you know that. We you know we already know that dark gritty Batman that Ben brought to the table, which was perfect in my opinion, as the type of Batman that he was trying to portray. Now, if they bring that to the table, and they do it episodically, and they bring it with a new villain every episode episodically, is that a word? I'm not sure if it is, but <laughs> let's use it. I think let's go. Gonna, I think we're gonna go with it that it's a word. Episod. Episodically. Okay. Right? Episodically. Let's go. <laughs> and they and they do it like that where they introduce a new villain every episode. That would be cool. And then the finale would be the Joker escapes in Arkham like the video games. And now we're looking for season two where it's a fuck shop in Arkham because he released everybody. And now he's trapped inside with all these villains Whatever. So if they do this episodic thing where he's walking the halls of Arkham and he's seeing each individual villain and then they go into a flashback kind of backstory of who the each individual in there. Right. How he got there, who the person is for every episode should be called like um, what what like whoever the villain is. uh, Victor Zaz is the first episode, let's just say, you know, Um, Whatever, however they want to slice that pie, there's plenty of villains to go down the line for. There are. Even if you go to the minor ones, Even you go to B and C list villains, there's plenty of them. And now they get to do that. There's some action sequences. Cool how they got put into Arkham. And this is just my take on it. I haven't. Re- there's there's no other information out on the web about this. I don't think this they're is, even filming yet. No, this is what I would do. And then the finale would be the Joker episode, and then he's escaped, and it's like the video game where all these villains that they have already introduced is, is there, and he needs help. Yeah, he needs to put them away or whatever like that. And he's like, trapped it, in it, there. It, it would it would be awesome. I, I'd watch it. And then season two it. is just nothing but fights and, and, and just, you know, like... Just trying take, to escape. Just taking everybody down. Arkham, yeah, and catch the Joker. Hunting down the ones that got away. Yeah, like, that know. I mean that would be crazy because then you would get backstories on villains. Yeah, and basically it almost follows the the Nightfall storyline, and the Nightfall storyline is what introduced Bane. How does I, it follow the Nightfall storyline? Well, Nightfall storyline was a bunch of Bane basically broke out everybody from Arkham, and okay. he had to go hunting everybody. Okay, down. so that's the connection that you made. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, just hunting everybody down, putting them back, yeah. trying to stop the breakout like that. That's where I was going. And then with he that. gets broken over his knee. Well, that's what happened in the comics. Yes, in the Nightfall storyline. Yeah, and then Gene um, Paul Valley becomes the Batman, which would be interesting to see. No one's done anything. I with don't that want in a minute. I'd I'd rather see Gene Paul Valley as come Asriel. as Azrael. Yes. Before I see him put on the cape and cow, he put the cape and cow on for what two two issues? Oh no, actually a lot more than that. He, he wore it for over a year, which which was like I mean 12. during during the Nightfall series, it wasn't it was like oh, one it, issue in, or in, two issues, right? Yeah, in the Nightfall series. It's like the last two issues or something right. like that. He puts it on, and then and then he he was Batman for another year, basically. Okay, like, you know, and then you know they ended it, and Bruce Wayne. Came, well, actually, Tim Drake, not Tim Drake, um, Dick Grayson became Batman for a little bit, and then Bruce Wayne came back, which is the right thing to do. It's the way it should go. Right. I don't even think Gene Paul Valley should have even put the cape and cowl on no, in it, general. It, it, listen, it was the 90s. It was shock value. Everything yeah. was shock value. He had long blonde hair. It worked. Uh, everyone, every, Even Superman had long hair in the fucking 90s. Yeah, absolutely. He had, a, he had a mullet. It was a super mullet. It was a super mullet. I didn't like it. Most people didn't. That's why it went away. Yeah. But, Which I brings mean, up a question. What? How does Superman cut his hair? Is it super hair? I don't know. Kryptonite scissors, bro. <laughs> Come on. That's easy. 
<laughs> kryptonite laced or kryptonite crusted scissors. But you had actually asked me a very interesting question last night. Mm. And it was if you had a standalone movie oh, about yeah. to come out, what villains would you pick? A standalone Batman movie. Yes. That's what I asked you. Yes. To be exact, yes. And, and this is something that's like I think I we, we were playing Overwatch and I ran it by you, right? I it was like one of those things where it was a standalone villain movie, but Batman could be in it, you know? It wasn't just like an origin story. It was just like Okay, I thought I, I thought you more I thought you meant more like a Batman movie and who would be the, the, the lone villain. That's what I meant. Um, yeah. Okay. So But I, you would tell the villain's origin yeah, in yeah, a movie. So of course, of course. Um, so I, I have. Did you come up with some people? I know you won't tell me. You got your notes. I, I, I know you I, won't tell me. I did. Okay. So I came up with two villains that I think actually should have their own movie. And when I say this, I mean no other villain in it. Like you don't need two or three. Just tell a good story with one villain. And that would go with Poison Ivy because she could actually be a great villain. Poison Ivy. Well, think about it. There's a lot of people that actually agree with her standpoint. I'm, I'm trying to not, save yeah. the world. And stuff I'm not like mad that, at that choice. Know? Okay. So um, that choice passes me. So you, so you get a check mark for that one. And if I had to go for a second, I'd go with Killer Croc. Oh. I, I feel like that's the, the, the biggest villain that hasn't been touched. This is... You know? he Croc was one of my choices when I was narrowing down my choices. I'll give you guys my choices as well. But uh, Croc was one of them. And um, I know we talked about one... But it's funny because I have two as well. Okay. Like Poison Ivy is your number one choice. That's who you'd want. And then Croc would come in as like number two. Basically like. And, and here's the funny thing. Apparently uh, uh, Margaret uh, uh, Rob, Robbie, um, Holly, Holly Quinn. Yeah. Margot Robbie. Yeah. She is actually trying to petition for them to bring Poison Ivy in. Yeah. She wants to be in the same movie. Yeah. 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 Which could be kind of interesting. It would be. It would be cool. It, it, I mean. There's so many comics with the two uh, of them together. They Harley were in a relationship. Ivy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, which and, got weird. And, and if not for nothing, I just want to see that kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't think you're alone there, Biz. But, but we're going. So we'll, we'll be killer. Killer Croc is is an interesting pick for me too because, like I said, he was one of my picks that I had to go through, and um, I I didn't I didn't know who you were gonna choose, but I. Uh, kind of bumped him off the list, but he was right there. It's interesting to me because the first appearance of Killer Croc in the comic books is also the first appearance of Jason Todd. That is true. So that's where things would get interesting with me is you would be able to introduce Killer Croc, and who Jason he Todd. was, and then you have, as a background character, very similar to the Flying Graysons is Jason Todd's story. I mean... Yes, it's, I mean, they're very, they're they're almost parallel, it's fucking identical, really, in the books. I mean, it's really crazy how they got, how they were able to get away with that. Well, it was very back in the it, day. It was very derivative. It was still the seventies and eighties, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things that you just kind of let it fly. You know what I mean? Like you just kind of let it go. You have to, especially especially in like comic books, even in like movies. If you want to enjoy it, you have to just. Okay, let's just get the the science out of this out of the way and just enjoy the movie. But that you, you I know? mean, because Croc alone is a dope character, and then you would be able to kind of like sprinkle a little Jason Todd in there, like a little tease of Jason Todd for the next movie or whatever. Yeah, yeah, obviously he wouldn't become Robin in in the Killer Croc movie, but he would be mentioned. He would be there, you know. I, I'd be all for it. Croc would be dope. Imagine a movie like that in the sewers and. All that type of stuff, like going through with Killer, it, it'll be crazy. He'd be munching on people here and yeah, there. Yeah, it so wouldn't sick. just be like you know. Even in the Arkham games, when you played and you were going against Killer Croc, it was really really cool. He would jump out of the water. The, the, and, those were some of the hardest levels, honestly. Yeah, for me. they were really really cool. But who would be your picks in general? My picks would be, I would probably go along the lines of uh, Mister Freeze. Would probably be my first overall. You want that heart of ice. I want that heart of ice, man. I want that Paul Dini written heart of ice. And um, Mr. Freeze to me has always been one of those like anti-heroes, not really so much a villain, man. I mean, I can't, you can't really knock the guy for doing what he's doing. He's, he's a relatable villain. 
And and that's actually what makes a good villain. He's trying to save his wife, man. Exactly. If you can actually get somebody to relate to a villain or feel compassion for the villain, then you actually did a great job as a writer. Yeah, I mean, he's killed people and stuff like that, but only people that's gotten in, in, in his, his way, way. Yeah. of doing what he needed to. I mean, most of the time he was robbing banks or taking jewels or whatever the fuck he was doing, but he was getting... He was trying to finance his... He was trying to finance his... You know his science to uh to bring Nora back, and and you know what most people I mean, if they did even the Batman was sympathetic to him uh, at multiple different times. You uh, know honestly if they he got it if they took that old anime Heart of Ice and made it a movie, obviously you'd have to change a little bit here or there. But if they made it a movie and basically kept the same storyline, I think people would love it. It's so dope because you see the sympathetic side of the of the Batman. You see the human side of the villain, and it's so interesting to me. And plus, I think he's just so badass with his huge outfit that he's got, the whole like half man, half robot type of thing with his armor. Yeah, he's got and a little He's got to stay he's got frozen. Got a Iron Man going yeah, on with yeah. some ice powers. Yeah. And the freaking scenes I just envisioned in my head would be so cool. Like making Gotham snowing all the time would be really, really sick looking. Like. Freezing the everyone freezing in the iceberg lounge and shit like that, you know. Batman's hand or or or, or is all uh, those cool things to the floor. Yeah, like, like, like what they on. did with um Sub Zero in the new Mortal Kombat movie, which was dope. But what they did with that, how they made that look, was really really cool. Like how he made it snow all the time, yeah. and and it could just be really dark and melancholy and like really really cool. Um, as a Mr. Freeze movie, and it would totally work. No stupid puns like Freeze and the Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger yeah, no, stupid no, 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 no. fucking puns that they ruined the goddamn, almost crippled the but Batman they were bat, movie they industry. They were bat nipples. It was so bad. There were nipples on the bat suit. It was so That's bad. That's all I have to say. And it wasn't on Alicia Silverstone. And my, <laughs> real, yeah, they, 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 they put the nipples on the wrong people. Yes. The bat butt. Yes, yes. So terrible. Yeah, no, no. And if I had to pick a second, this is gonna this is gonna be a little left field biz. Okay, what's up? Um, I'm gonna go with the vent with the ventriloquist. You know what? I mean, I I always thought Arnold that was, Wesker, man. I always thought that. I mean, that's a deep pull right there. Um, and I always thought he had a really great storyline and stuff like yeah. that. Um, you see, this this movie would be a lot less action. But it would be more like um, a drama, almost in a you know in a way like a real yeah. detective type of drama, because you can get where he was intertwined with organized crime, and you can figure that whole thing out. And then, of course, the character Scarface and um, all that type of shit that you know he basically runs a whole organized crime, uh, like a whole organized crime with a unit. Puppet on his hand. Yeah, it's really interesting. But he's so insane; people follow him. Yeah, it's crazy. So you can really get into that whole aspect of, you know, is he um, evil or is he mentally ill? And you can play that whole aspect, what they would do in Hollywood, See, you that, know? That, that, that's, an that's an interesting twist. And you can um, get that. Of course, you can get the guys with the Tommy guns and the freaking Cadillacs of course, coming out. Of course, of course, of And you can get the, you know, you can get the whole action there with Scarface with the Tommy gun and all that stuff like that. That would be really cool. But, you know, I really, like, you know... Arnold Wesker, man, he first appeared in Detective Comics number 583 in 1988, the year I was born. I don't even got that. Yeah. Um, I have that issue. It's Very in the, nice. you know, yeah. I, I mean, he's one of my favorite characters because I liked Scarface so much. But where I found his character was actually in Batman the Animated Series. It, um, it aired in 1993. I don't even remember that. It, uh, it was in the first season, like episode 54 or some shit like that, huh. of the first season. Um, the episode was called Read My Lips, if I, re if I remember correctly. That sounds about it right. It was called Read My Lips, and it was the first appearance of, um, the, Ven of the Ven... Yes, and... Scarface. Scarface, right. It's, the it's difficult because... See, I like they're different characters, but they're the same character. It's kind no, of they, weird. They are the same character, but it's hard. Like you, Scarface almost, is a is a is a puppet puppet. <laughs> you know, yeah. But it, I love the fact that you you went with that, and it kind of brings me to the Batman movie I really want to see. What's that? The Batman movie I really want to see is not him taking on the Joker or even Poison Ivy or any of the main villains. The movie I want to see. 
is Bruce Wayne and Batman going through taking on Firefly, Victor Zaz. Yeah. Going through all these little guys. And, and there's not some big plot at the end where they're all working together. No, he's just going out there on a daily basis, fucking things up, coming home, having Alfred patch him up every single day. And just, I want to see that. I want to see the down-to-roots Batman. So you want to see Batman year one? Yes, well, yes and no, kind of. I don't care if it is year one, and that is actually something from the comics. But, but like, I don't care if it's that in general, but I just want to see... The cops don't like him. The cops are after him. I want to see the real everyday Batman. You know what I'm saying? Not, yeah. Not, not like, you know, the, the, the oh, I have this five-issue, like, big storyline, taking down the Joker. Joker's got this big plan. No, just taking down those everyday villains. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the murderers like Zaz just trying to save yeah. people. The villains that aren't going to make the cut all the time, man. And, and there's exactly. so many in the Batman mythos. There, 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 there are. There's a lot. Um, from, from Magpie to, to KGB. Wow, to, to, Magpie. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of them out there. But I would love to see them take on three different villains or four different villains in this movie and just see him like being this worn down all right, I just took down one. Got yeah, to there's down no the Robin. Right now. You know, yeah, exactly. It's just him and Alfred patching him and stitching him up on a daily yeah. basis. You I know? would love to see some shit like that, bro. Like, I, I think that would be a great movie. A really yeah. like, um, a really uh, early Batmobile where it's just like a Mustang. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not I, even I, like I don't want to see the tank that they had in the right, Batman, right, right, like, right. In, in like the Batman Begins series and and like you know everything like that, the Christian Bale stuff. I don't want to see that. No, I want favorite favorite Batmobile. Oh, um, that's that's a toss up between the animated and uh, the Tim Burton uh, Michael Keaton eighties movie. That's yeah. a toss up, toss up. I I don't know which one I would go with. My toss-up is um, animated series, and uh, there was a, there was a time I don't know the exact dates. Oh, they they changed it so many times. They've over changed the years. about me, but there was a time where had he hundred of them. where he had the bat head on oh, the front right of it on the front. Yeah, I'm gonna say that was late '80s, early '90s. It, it was late. I'm gonna say '89. 90, 91. The, the Jason Todd era. Jason Todd was Robin during that time, yes. Yeah, the Jason Todd era. And I know it it might have to tie in with Jason Todd, and, uh, you know, he's my favorite character in the Batman mythos, but... Um, Motherfucker had the balls to go steal the Batmobile's wheels. Yeah, took him right off him, put cinder blocks on him and everything. Crime alley, man. But, like, it's like one of those things where I, I just always loved that, uh, that gigantic bat head. That yeah. they had on the you know on the front grill and it. It, you know it still kind of looked like the animated series. But if I had to pick one, it would be the animated series one. Uh, it was so aerodynamic. It was so dope. Uh, you know, I still have to give a a, a nod to the, the Adam West version. I hated that. I'm sorry. It's still kind of fun. The 66 I would, Batman. I would still love to. If I had the that, bat phone I would and all that stuff every like that. day. I, 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 you know, I really hated that. And it's like one of those things where I feel like I'm going to get arrows shot at me if I keep talking like this. But it's like I really wasn't a fan. You know, oh, you know, it, like it killed the series, but also helped the series. I mean, yeah, I'm a fan in a in a way that without this. There wouldn't be what we know today. I get that and I understand it. That's it why did, it will always have my respect. But because of that series, it killed the comic books because now people wanted that. Yeah. So it killed it killed the it killed the storytelling. For I didn't a long like time. that campy fun Batman. Of course, no one no one did, but people at the same do, time, Biz. People love that shit. Well listen, I love it again for nostalgia factor. You know what I'm saying? I don't even but like it. it for that. Backshot repellent in anyone? I, exactly, like things like that, like the bat phone in the in the Batmobile, and everything was it, a it bat, was, and it was it he was had the bat cycle with a sidecar for Robin. Yo, come on, son! Like, what grown ass man's gonna sit in a sidecar, bro? He wasn't that a grown gonna ass happen. man. <laughs> well, I, I, I guess right. He was like he was. He was teens. supposed to be the boy wonder. Yeah, it's still still even me at nineteen. I ain't riding in a sidecar. At nineteen, you're a man. My own shit. Robin was supposed to be like 13, 14. He was oh, bring, he was bringing so. ad adolescent to go fight I guess gangsters. So. I guess so. <clears throat> Batman would be brought up under like child endangerment if like, you know. Oh, no doubt. 
If it was real. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. But those are my two choices, man. I would love to see some shit like that. Like, and I really like yours. I really like the Poison Ivy one, too. We didn't speak much about that, but I really, really like that choice, too. Because she's powerful as fuck, if you yeah, actually think about it. She's, yeah. she's basically the most powerful villain he has. Yeah, she could be. You know what I'm saying? She, yeah. She can control people. She can she can poison people. She controls plants. Yeah. The earth. Um, exactly. You know, essentially. Exactly. It's not it's not your, like, you know... Um, Run of the mill, he's going to freeze some it? shit. Uma Thurman. This isn't your Uma Thurman. No, 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 no. No. You can do a lot with her. Yeah, absolutely. Plus throw that, that Harley Quinn relationship in there. I'm down I know you this. keep hitting on that, man. I'm oh, sorry. I want I, I want. <laughs> I'm I sure you're not this. the only one, bro. I'm sure you're not the only one. I want to see this. <laughs> I'm sure you're not the only one. But you, you know what? Aside from all the Batman talk, I really want... You know what I really want, right? Yeah, I know what you want. What what is it? Tell you me. You want the asshole of the week. I want the asshole of the week. Asshole of the week. That's what I want. Now you see, this week's asshole is not apparently just one particular person. This is a whole group of people. Oh, it's multiple assholes. Yeah. So right at the <laughs> beginning of the pandemic a year and a half ago, when okay. everyone had to stay home. We're going back. Apparently everybody wanted a dog. So Dog adoptions oh, were man, up. Oh, man, this is great. Oh, yeah. Dog adoptions were up, and everyone this adopted a dog, right? Now, here we are a year and a half later. People have to go to work, blah, blah, blah. Life's just turning Pay to attention normal. to this. And now, record numbers of dogs are being dropped off Bro, to shelters because people can't handle them. They don't want them This now. is something that Jen and I were just speaking about yesterday or the other day. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm a pet owner. Okay, I have a cat. I don't have a dog. But at the same time, if you do this, if you adopt a dog, buy a dog, a cat, whatever, this is a living thing that you now took the responsibility to take care of. And now because it inconveniences you a year later, you're just going to drop this thing off where it's just probably going to It's just, kill it? this, this, you know what? And they're putting these dogs in kill shelters too. This just goes to show... People are fucking stupid, man. Like No, they're not stupid. They're selfish. No, they're they stupid. Wanted something, no, they wanted <laughs> something selfish. for a second. They wanted something for a second. Well, they were home for a few months, and now it's like, oh, I exactly. would like a puppy. And I'm home it, all the time. And now, yeah, because they they wanted something new to get them over it. And they now, didn't think that they were going to have to go back to fucking work at all during, you know, like... Exactly. They didn't think of the long term. Oh, this is 12 years, no, 15 years, yo, it's, whatever like that. And I didn't even know what your asshole of the week was. But my wife and I were just speaking about this. And it shit got me so tight, man. It shit got me so upset because it's like, yo, now these dogs are going to be in kill shelters. Yeah, exactly. And you're putting pressure on people to go and save these dogs. And there's, it's not like they did anything wrong. They're just they just didn't do dogs. nothing. Yeah, you're, you're just a selfish asshole. Absolutely, I they th- that should be the asshole of the year, bro. That should be the these people who have done this and have adopted or bought these dogs, whatever the case may be, and now are bringing them back to the shelter because they can't figure out their life and learn how to be functional people with a pet in this world, like thousands of people do. Hundreds of thousands of people do on a millions daily basis. Millions of people have dogs. Yeah, millions. Yeah, right. You can't do this. So now you're dumping it off on someone else. You're a piece of shit. You're an asshole of the year. Agreed. I'm sorry. This is something that, that, that kind of hits me in the gut. No, I get but, it. But, you know, I, I, I do have a, a slightly comedic, uh, you know, side runner over here. Go with it. And again, it's multiple different people. Remember when we used to say back in the day that it was lack of education or lack of information of why people are stupid? No, apparently that's not true. Because now that there's a slight gas shortage going on out there, people are Oh boy. People are filling up bags, plastic bags filled with gasoline I and seen, putting it in their trunks. I seen the video of this person, bro, and I couldn't believe oh, I was what I was one watching. Person. I mean, but the one I saw was, of course, it was in Florida. And nothing against people in Florida. You guys out there who are members of the murder who are from Florida, I love you. You know what I'm talking about. You know shit gets reckless out there in Florida. You know. I got family out there, too. 
Don't get it twisted. No, but this but you know shit gets wild out there. This is an extra type of stupid, though. <laughs> she was filling up plastic bags with gasoline. And then putting it in a trunk. And then she was, as she was filling it up, it was leaking the plastic bag. Uh, she was trying to double bag it. I didn't and then she was one. Yeah, and then she was putting it in the trunk of the car. I, I don't even know where the stupidity goes with this. What are you doing? I, I, what are I, you doing? I understand the panic. I understand the panic. But find something other than a plastic bag. How about the fucking canisters they sell for $15 that you're supposed to store gasoline in? This is what you're supposed to do. These no. things are supposed to go in here. No, these people want want to ride in, in possible burning fucking missiles. I just don't understand. I saw people putting them in their fucking houses, bro. Bags. I, 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 I don't get it. I've seen it. one guy try to fucking pour gasoline into a canvas bag, bro. I've seen this shit. A oh, canvas bag? Are you fucking kidding me? I've seen it. No, but here's the thing. Like, what's your end game? Okay, you have it in a plastic bag. Okay, let's just say you tie it up. You got it all successful. Okay, you didn't spill a drop. How the fuck are you getting this into your fucking gas? It doesn't work like this, bro. It doesn't work like this. These people, th th this is this is part of the problem here, Biz. This is part of the problem, bro. Because people, this is how we got that toilet paper pandemic shit that we talked about last <laughs> last episode. We talked about the toilet paper pandemic when people just started buying all this toilet paper. Yo, there was restaurants out there that were genius. That when when the when the restaurant industry took a huge hit in New York City, and uh, they're still taking a hit now. But when they took that. Uh, um, original first major hit. They were there were some restaurants out there that were being like, "Yo, we'll give you a free roll of toilet paper with every I, order." I, I, I actually got this. Okay, so like, yeah, I, I, I never stopped working. I'm not an essential worker, but in order for my company to stay open, I had to show up to work, right? And you know, of course, the company uh, bought. There was one one restaurant that was open, right? Right. So they ordered from there, and they, they bought everyone lunch, and. Yeah, the guy gave us two rolls of toilet paper with it. And On the arm. Yes, and I was just like, this is brilliant at this moment. It's smart marketing. Like, especially at that point, like, this is like the first month of, of lockdown in New York. So it, it was so brilliant. Uh, and this guy's still going out there, like, you know, trying to sell food. But Don't it's, get me wrong, it was also terrible. It's, but, but. <laughs> it's crazy to me that people. Like, you can definitely tell one person cooked all seven orders. Because some Probably. of it was cold. No, no, that's exactly what it was. Some of it was cold, some of it wasn't. But at the same time, I, I applaud you, sir. I applaud you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just, I mean, there's numerous things that I can think of off the top of the head that would be short on shelves during apocalyptic or pandemic type yeah. of shit. And toilet paper, I mean, I guess it would make my list. But, but it wouldn't be the top 10. It wouldn't be in the top 10, and it definitely wouldn't be in the top five of things that would be flying off the shelves and things that you... I mean, yeah, you want to have some TP, man. I get it. I completely understand. But, you know, it's just... It's so wild to me that just because of a few people going out there and doing this, and it's on the internet, and on Facebook, and on social media... But it's the same people, thing with the guests. It's the same thing with the guests. Yo, there was an attack on our software on a major yes, yes, pipeline yes. that runs from New Jersey to Texas. This is factual. There was an attack on our software. Yes, this is right? true. So I guess it's considered a terrorist attack on a on a major guest. They're not gonna. Uh, they're not gonna say that. But yeah, that is correct. Well, it's 2021. I don't think you could even say the word terrorist anymore. No, I don't think you can. But people get offended. <laughs> but. That is factual information. Yes. Right? So there was and will be a decline of supply to these gas stations. Now, it doesn't necessarily... Now, it's back up now but it's, there's definitely a, a, a slowdown. Yeah, it's backed up a little bit. I'm not even going to touch on the gas prices. I'm not going to get into that political madness. But what I will say, yeah, it's backed up. But so is everything else. It is. Everything else. If you're a sneakerhead, you know what I'm talking about. You're oh, feeling it. Supply lines everywhere, okay? In my, supply, my industry as yeah, well. Yeah, you like, work in supply, Biz. Yeah, you I, literally I, work in supply. I, I do, and, and every, everything, because a lot of things do are not made in America. So getting things from overseas at the moment is kind of hard. 
Yeah, there's there's a delay in everything yes, right now. More or less. And it should be understandable. Companies are just getting back on their feet. So the delay is understandable. So now when you take this attack on our gas line, a major pipeline, it's understandable that there's going to be some delays. And I get people are panicking, but at the same time, don't be a dick. But you're going and out there. don't be there, stupid. You, listen, you're, you're making it worse for everybody else when you do this. Because not only are you, are you wasting that gas, like you're just completely wasting it. You're you not going to be able to use it if it's in your plastic bag. You're, you're not going to be able to use it. And you look like a fucking fool. And you're, causing, and, you, and you're causing mass hysteria. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. You didn't think this through. Go fill your car up. Take one of the gas canisters. Fill that up, too, if it makes you feel comfortable. Get put that in your garage. You comfortable, whatever. But don't whatever. use plastic bags. And put that in your garage like a normal person and save it for a rainy day. Because next week, things will get back to normal. There ain't zombies running around. The government's not collapsing, people. Things will be okay. And you'll be fine. People are so quick to go to zero to 100, man. And it's wild because there's no transition, Biz. No, there's there no transition anymore. No, there isn't. There's one person that goes to the store and be like, yo, you have to buy this right now. And then that friend goes and buys it. And they tell two friends and they go and buy then, it. And then, and then they go on social media. I remember during the toilet paper pandemic, I was seeing people posting on social media what stores had TP left. Yes, I remember. And guess what? You know who always had it? 99 cent stores. <laughs> 99 cent stores always. I mean, I didn't run out. <laughs> I was I was all this right. Is what I was saying. I didn't go buy 30, 40 rolls. I went no. and got my four or five rolls like I'll do every you month or two. You don't do like, this. You know what I'm saying? And I never had an issue. You don't do this. This no. is not acceptable behavior, people. <laughs> this is not acceptable. Your ass isn't that important. It's not acceptable behavior. You don't do things like this. At least you shouldn't. You got to think, okay, that, that society has worked in a certain way. You got any gaming news for me, Biz, on a lighter note? I actually do. I actually what do you do. got? So, so two two of one of my favorite games have been remastered and just released this week. Oh, no shit. And that is Mass Effect, the first original one. Uh, Busy loves um, his Mass Effect, man. I, I do, I do. And you know what? They, they, they actually apparently changed a little bit of the gameplay because the first one was very um, stagnant. I guess, for lack of a better word. That's a good um, word, I guess it, you could it was, say. It was old. It didn't live, the especially the combat did not live up to other games that came out in the series. So, Fair and, enough. And then they also, like, you know, they, they redid the texture. They did 4D, you know, everything like that. Uh, some people have complaints, but, you know, people complain about everything. Um, another, another one is Baldur's Gate, which if you love RPGs and... I've never played this. It's Dungeons and Dragons. That that that's oh, yeah. it's D and D kind of right. Yes, it, yes, it is. Which, by the way, um, sometime this month, I think within two weeks, a new D and D game is going to be released on Game Pass, which I am all down for. I love the RPGs. I don't know for me. You, I know you're you're so so on RPGs. It's either hit or miss for you. It's hit or miss. It is Dungeons and Dragons might fall on a miss for me. But also for for <laughs> for, for, for our Nintendo heads out there. They've just uh, basically announced that they're coming out with another 2D Donkey Kong game. A 2D, like a platformer? More or less. Basically, I mean, they didn't actually uh, give any A side-scroller? Yes. Well, honestly, Donkey, Donkey Kong basically sells best Donkey Kong Country. That's what they do. And then they, and there was another one that was... They made fairly one. recently. Well, I don't know about recently. I haven't played anything recently. because I, I mean, don't, it's a few... I, I don't it's, have it's Nintendo. It's fucking years ago, actually. Um... But I'm a, I'm a little annoyed because why during uh, Nintendo 64 they had a Donkey Kong game that was um, a 3D game. Yeah, they created a bunch of Duke characters. I think it was an airball for me though. It was an airball for most people. Yeah, you needed but, the expansion pack to play it. Yes, you. That did. was the first thing that was an airball. Yes, you did. But I actually had it, so I bought the game. Right. And the game is actually great. It live. It basically lives up a step below Mario and Zelda. Really? Yes. The game is great, but mm. but it just it didn't work for people. People didn't like it for whatever reason. They didn't buy right, it. Maybe right, it was right. the expansion pack 
or whatever. I think but, that's but, what put a bad But test. honestly, the game is amazing. So what were you going to say about the new so one? So I'm a little annoyed that they're doing another 2D. Like, I, I understand Donkey Kong Country is what sells, but you can do better. You what can, do you... You what, can bring Donkey Kong to the front. Come on, he's your third... Third or fourth most Yeah, we talked about character. it last episode. He's yes, one of did. the big three, for sure. Yes. It's Mario, Zelda, and Donkey Kong. But they keep giving him second billing by doing well, side scrolls. What do you what do you want? Do you want a third person over the shoulder Donkey Kong game? I don't like that Dude, idea. It, it, actually, it worked for Mario sixty four, I get it. It worked for Donkey Kong sixty four too. I think they, You say it did. Yes, but I But the masses say it did not. Yes. But they weren't ready for it. I think if they actually basically came out with it again now to a new generation of, of kids, I think they might actually go to it. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't be fully opposed to it. But then again, I do love those side scrollers, man. Like that Donkey so, Kong so Country, those side scrollers, that's what it's so that's what Donkey Kong's become to me, and I'm fine with that. So do I. I'll but stay right there in that wheelhouse there. I, and I'm, I'm fine I'll with that. I'll nestle up real nice in there. I love those games too, <laughs> but at the same time, if you didn't give Mario, Zelda, Metroid, if I, you bro, didn't give those the I 3D get, well, thing, the well the, well, the Metroid one was also kind of dookie too. I wasn't a big fan either, but a lot of people, excuse me, a lot of people were. The Mario and the Zelda one was fucking knocks out of the park for sure. I'm, I'm saying, I think if they actually give Donkey Kong a chance for a okay. 3D game. I'm not... I'm not so. Is that what they're? Oh no, they're doing another side scroll. They're doing 2D. another side scroll. They didn't actually put like they didn't say if it was a country game. It's got to be say, hard for them to pull that trigger, Biz. And 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 then, um, you know, I it know, also it, takes a lot more manpower and a it, lot it, more it, resources to do it's that. Development risk. There, there's risk with it. Major, big time. But at the same time, if you keep going, and, and I want to say that Assassin's Creed is a great way to go with this. If you keep going, because they had seven games with the same, the same kind of mechanics. For everything and it worked yeah but guess what people was people didn't give a fuck anymore and now the last two to three games they came out with a completely different type of system mm-hmm. and people are loving it Valhalla well, Valhalla people are loving right now well they did it for like six or seven now it's time to change it up a little bit exactly and I say it's about the same and do it to Donkey Kong too You've Donkey done- Kong's only got a couple like that Donkey Kong has like six or seven country games does it really Yes, and, and, and if Maybe you two act, or three, I thought. Okay, so two or three for for Super Nintendo. Then they came out with one for for the four. that that was the three D. Well, I don't. I, I'm, I'm, now I'm counting the side scroller. And now they they've come they up. Have with, they have one for the Wii. A, they have one for the Wii. Then they came out with a second one for the Wii or the Wii U. I forget which. It one. It was probably the Wii U. Probably. Okay. And then, and then they re-released the All original right, so you, country games. All right, like, so you're working on five or six. So I'm saying they're regurgitating the same thing, and yes, it's working. So Don't you're get me wrong. so you're saying that they should go the Assassin's Creed route and kind of switch it up a little bit. I think you know what it takes a lot, man. It takes but, a lot. But here's the thing: do do both. Come out with the country, but then throw out something else. Oh wow, you're saying. Go all in. I'm, I'm saying, all eggs in the baskets. I'm saying if you're that confident that you're going to make money off of, of the side scroller, take some of that money that you think you're going to make from that and try something different and see I if don't you disagree. can evolve it. I don't necessarily disagree with you, Biz. I think they should. I think Donkey Kong is part of the big three of Nintendo, and they should put him more on the forefront. He's also the original villain. I don't know if you know that. In Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even before Mario. He had originally Mario and Donkey Kong came out in a handheld little flip oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Game and Watch style. My brother used to have one from the early 80s. Yeah, Game and Watch style. And, bro. and all you did is jump jump over a barrel and climb over and try and like hit Donkey Kong and then you won and save the princess. But Of course. But that's that's the origin of the game. And I, I, I feel he was the original villain yeah. for Nintendo. Come on, You're, how do you I not mean, Put him to the forefront. You're really rallying for I, I really DK am. right now, man. Because I really love that 6-4 game. I'm not mad. Pound your fucking chest for it, Biz. <laughs> Until next I'm week, everybody. La, I'm Lord Drew. I'm right, Biz. La, God bless. We love you. Thank you. I'm not la, baby. Hey, you ain't never gonna bring me in.